Our team has met with literally hundreds of folks over the last several years, and even though every situation is unique, there's always four or five questions that almost everybody asks. So on today's show, we'll tackle those questions and help you be better prepared for the next phase of your life. It's time for the My Retirement Clarity Podcast with Lee Perkins, financial planner and president of JL Perkins Wealth Management. Get ready for a good dose of inspiration, simplicity, implementation, and of course, clarity on how to successfully prepare for retirement and grow and preserve your wealth. Here's Ben George with Lee Perkins. Welcome in. Glad to have you on My Retirement Clarity. I'm Ben George with Lee Perkins, owner and financial advisor at JL Perkins Wealth Management. We got a good show today, Lee. We're, we're talking about some questions that I guess most people uh, just don't think about, right? It, you know, They might not be hidden in terms of they're hard to find. I think it's just more, more or less they get overlooked, right? Yeah, I think that's the whole thing about this whole industry that I'm in. There's a ton of ton of information out there we're drowning in information but kind of knowing how to apply the information how to how to know what is relevant to us makes it easy to overlook some of the stuff so it should be a very helpful show today for the listeners yeah looking forward to it again you can find everything online at myretirementclarity.com also if you want to schedule a meeting with jl perkins wealth management you can do so by going to talk with jlp.com again talk with jlp.com how's everything going in the office lee it's going well man i wore uh wore a jacket to the office for the first time uh, yeah. today so that's uh <laughs> that's you know i think we said it in the last podcast we feel like fall is here because you know we're, football season is in full swing and it's crazy football season is like halfway over as far as the regular season at this point but yeah when you're breaking out the jackets and the fair is in town uh, as we record the show, the fair's in town, so yeah. you know it, it is, it's fall. So, And that means, of course, a lot of year-end planning. We probably have more meetings in the last quarter of the, the year than we do at any other quarter for the year because we're trying to get do some uh, proactive planning for, for 2024. Right. A great time of the year to be doing that. I know it's a busy time. So if you have questions or, or want to look at uh, what you should be doing right now into the year, things to do, maybe to, to beat the deadline before the end of the year, it's always a good time to, to, to reach out to Lee and the team at JL Perkins Wealth Management. You can always call as well at 478-254-3550. All right, Lee, let's jump into some of these hidden questions that are out there. Again, you know, there's plenty of information out there, but these are some critical questions. It could really define the comfort and security of your retirement future. And we want to make sure they're on your radar and you're prepared to answer them. So let's start with this first one, Lee. It's how much are my tax deferred savings going to cost me in taxes in retirement? Because you save all this money for so long, but you don't really think about what that tax bill is going to look like, right? No, you really don't. And my CPA and I, uh, we, we had a conversation over the weekend. Uh, we, it started on Friday or last Thursday or Friday when he's kind of giving me the bad news on taxes again. But uh, basically, he's like, all right, what, what can we do to be proactive? He said, I know you don't want to just dump a bunch of money into your 401k. So so he gets it. He understands my stance stance on, on taxes. So again, tax deferral to me, it's just a little bit of a quandary. Uh, and that's all because of my opinion on where I think taxes are going to go in the future. So if you're like me and you're a believer that taxes are going to increase in the future, and, and when that happens, if all of your money is in a tax deferred account, like a 401k or an IRA or something like that, when you pull that money out, you and I are both at, at the mercy of the government. And so Sometimes, Ben, when people come to the office, I will draw a, a circle on the board and I'll write the total balance of somebody's 
IRA or 401k account inside of that circle. And then I'll ask them the question. I'm like, all right, how much money do you have? And they're like, they're almost thinking it's a trick question. I guess in a way it kind of is, but they usually say whatever the balance was when I draw that circle. And I will then just draw a a line through that circle, uh, you know, showing 20 or 25, 30%, whatever it is. And then I'll show, I'll draw arrows showing that only a portion of this entire pie is yours and the other portion belongs to the government. And and then I try to make it more real by saying, hey, when you pull out $1,000, you're only going to get $700 or $650, whatever it is. And so, you know, people don't really know. I mean, we don't. So to answer the question, we don't really know how much it's going to cost them because we don't know how much money the government's going to need. So you don't know the number. They don't know the number. But it's all right. They, they will certainly let us know in the future how much they need. And so we've got a really cool software right now that we use, Ben, that, that shows you what page one of your tax return this year looks like or, or any other year in the future. But then, man, when I fast forward and show them what this looks like in 15 or 20 years from now, they're amazed at the amount of taxable income that they have. And so we're just showing it at current current tax rates. And so when they see what it could be, you know, people are, are are amazed and usually they're ready to sort of take take action. Yeah, it's 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 tough because you see that number you've been saving for so long and it's easy to kind of kind of base things around that or just kind of think about, hey, I've got this much in the bank, but just realizing that, hey, the government's going to get their portion before they it's will. all said and done. So you got to be prepared for that, which is why also, Lee, that you have your tax book that you always offer everybody on the show, right? Yeah, and so we kind of dipping into taxes a little bit with this this kind of year. So yeah, if you want a copy of that book, you can text the word diffuse to 478-475-2050. It's just a short book that we we wrote on taxes and how to be prepared for tax increasing taxes in the future and text diffuse to 478-475-2050 and we will send you a free copy. All right, kind of piggybacking off that once you kind of know how much you have. The next question that you need to be able to answer is how much can I withdraw from my savings each year? And we know this is the hardest part, right? It's different from saving all, all your life. Now you have to actually distribute that and create income. It can be a challenge. Yeah. So how much you can draw versus how much you should draw? In, in my opinion, they're, they're two completely different topics. So the, the experts, the, the quote experts, and I'm doing my air quotes here as, I, as I'm talking here, those experts are usually tell you that you shouldn't draw more than 4% of your money every year to give yourself a, a really good chance of not running out of money. I think there's some studies that have been done that said maybe it's more like 3.6 or 3.8, whatever it is. I don't usually go by a rule of thumb like this. Um, I like to customize the withdrawal for every client. And so sometimes people need 4%, but sometimes they need less than 4%. And so if that's the case, there's no reason to take out more than you need. And then there are times where people need more than 4%. Maybe maybe they need, you know, 6 or 8%, whatever it is, maybe for the first couple of years in retirement until maybe something changes in their situation. Maybe they become eligible for Social Security or a, a pension kicks in or whatever it is. And then they can decrease that distribution to be more in line with, with what those, quote, experts say. But again, we don't want to jeopardize income in the future. Um, but I would say most people simply don't have a good strategy on when to withdraw their retirement savings. And I think we've talked about this on the show before, Ben, so a little bit of trivia here. When I ask people what is, what's their withdrawal plan, nine out of ten times, do you, do you know what they tell me? No, uh, what? They, they say, oh, I just want to live off the interest. 
And huh. so when somebody when somebody says all I want to do is live off the interest, I can tell you that they have no clue usually what they're what they're doing, and at some point they're going to wind up in trouble. So if your plan is just to live on the interest, I would tell you to go back and listen to episode ninety six of this podcast, and I talk about the flaw in this line of thinking, and, and it's what I call sort of the the non plan because. Think about this. In 2022, the markets were down pretty big. So if you needed money, there was no interest. What are you What are you going to live on? Are you just going to not take income yeah. in a year where there's no interest? So again, it's got to be way, it, it's more complex than just living off the interest. Yeah, that'd be a great place to be in if you could just live off the interest. But uh, I know it's yeah. easier said than done for most people. So it is. Again, it is. Know, know how that income's coming out. That's the second hidden question we want to address. All right. We're talking with Lee about these retirement planning hidden questions. Again, if you have any questions for Lee, you can always go to talkwithjlp.com, schedule a meeting right there through the website, find a time that works on your calendar, and go ahead and lock it in. All right. Uh, what about this one, Lee? Life insurance when you're retired, do you still need it? That's another question that comes up quite a bit because I think most people just assume, hey, now that I'm in retirement, I don't really need life insurance for income anymore. Yeah. So I've never ever, not, not even one time sat down with a, a brand new widow or a brand new widower who's bummed out that, that she got a check for two hundred or $300,000 of tax-free life insurance. It happened, it, I mean, it just hadn't happened yet, and my guess it's probably not going to happen in, in the future. Some people are fans of life insurance, and some people aren't. I, I, I get it. Life insurance early on in your life probably had a, a much different purpose than it does later in life. Because back then you were getting life insurance because you were thinking about your your kids and maybe income replacement. Uh, you know something happened to you early on in life, and and that makes sense. But should you cancel it? I, you know I don't know. But before you just cancel your life insurance policy, I would say sit down with somebody uh, or do it yourself if you can. Do the math on what your finances look like or what your spouse's finances look like when there's only one of you left. How does their income change? So. We know the surviving spouse is going to lose one Social Security check. Uh, it's also, if they have a pension, they're likely, if somebody has a pension and they pass away, it's likely there's going to be a pension reduction. So, you know, if that takes a hit, then, then you've got to say, all right, will there be enough assets to replace that lost monthly income? And for some people, there'll be plenty of money, but for some, for other folks, there's not going to be enough. And so this is where I think life insurance could be critical for the person in that situation. Here's something else to remember, Ben. When, when one spouse passes away, the other spouse goes to a single filer status. Uh, so they're in a single filer tax bracket. And, and this is a this is a less favorable number. So it's likely they're gonna pay more money in taxes, which means less money to them each month. And so life insurance, this is something that we we cover during during our retirement clarity review process. And uh, and I'll tell you this, Ben, being honest, most people just want to sort of breeze by this section, and, and I get it. Everybody wants to talk about the shiny stuff. We want to talk about the investments and how we're going to make that money grow. Uh, and we'll certainly do that, and, and we'll talk about everything that is a part of that. But, man, I, I'd, I'd also love to hand your spouse a $500,000 tax-free check from the life insurance company when you pass away. And so, again, there's there's no better way to transfer money to anybody, whether it's your spouse or, or your kids or, or whoever, than, than with life insurance. So yeah, that that's, again, do the work before you um, just cancel the policy. 
Hey folks, Lee Perkins here. If you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know how much I hate taxes, and I know you probably do too. Our politicians are completely out of control. Their spending is off the chart, and you've got to be prepared for increasing taxes in the future. So we've written a book called Diffuse, Seven Steps to Protecting Your 401k or IRA from the Ticking Tax Time Bomb. You're going to want to grab a copy of this book and learn how you can protect yourself. Then you'll have to decide if you want to take action right now or if you'd rather wait until the IRS changes the rules of the game. Either way, the choice is yours. To get a free copy of the book, just text the word DEFUSE to 478-475-2050. That's D-E-F-U-S-E to 478-475-2050 and we'll send you a free copy. Thanks again for listening. Now back to the show. All right, one last hidden question here, Lee. How much am I really paying in fees and commissions? Now, this actually might be a hidden question depending on who you're working with, right? Right, right. So I'm going to flip the script just a little bit here on you, Ben, because I think the fee discussion is something that a lot of people are are confused about. Fees and financial planning seem to always be a topic of discussion, really for advisors, because mainly because... They're they're trying to sell sell folks on what 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 they do. Maybe they can do it for less, and, and they want you to be aware that that you might be pay too much. And a lot of advisors use this, and, and myself included, sort of in a way to to drive a wedge between uh, another advisor and, and themselves. And so, uh, and this certainly works. I, I can show you that what you're paying, and maybe you're over overpaying on something. And if that's the case, you you might be open to a change. Do I think there are people out there who are paying too much? 100%. I, I do believe that. But what's too much, that's the real question. Uh, there are people that are paying you know, way more than our firm charges, and, and they get nothing but, but an account. They don't get income planning. They don't get tax planning, health care planning, legacy planning, any of that stuff. But they're paying many times the same or more than somebody who's getting all of that with our firm. And that's fine. If that's all they want, that's, that's good. But I think a lot of times, Ben, people just don't know. And so if you're out there listening and all your advisor is doing is managing your account, in my opinion, you're settling because you can find somebody else who will do everything else, all these other missing pieces that you may not be having. You can find somebody out there who will do it for the same uh, that you're paying right now. So remember this, I always say you you get you are going to get what you pay for. But I understand and I know 100% there are people out there who their mission in life is to pay as little for everything. I've got an, um, a relative like this. I'm not going to say what the relative is because somebody might figure it out, figure out who it is and then my <laughs> then my mom would get on to me. But um but that relative wants to pay as little for everything. Um and we all know people like this, and that's fine. Diff- different strokes for different folks. But I, w- I would also make the argument that people sometimes don't pay enough for financial planning because they either look for the cheapest or they simply choose not to work with an, with an advisor. So, you know, I mean, do you really want the, to hire the, the cheapest financial planner? Think, think about it. You're, you're going to hire the person that's going to get you to retirement navigate the challenges in retirement do you want that person to be the cheapest do you want do you want discount dan i'll just call him discount dan (laughs) you want you want discount dan to be the guy that's sitting with your spouse when your wife when you die and she doesn't know if she's going to be okay because you're the one that sort of took care of everything when when you're alive i wouldn't want that or do you want 
discount Dan to to be the one to help your kids make smart decisions when when both of you die and you leave you leave your 22 year old kid three and a half million dollars. My guess is that's probably not not what you want. But you know, robo advisors, and I know I'm kind of rambling here, Ben, but this is kind of my soapbox thing. Yeah, go for it. Some people say, well, what about robo advisors? I get it. That technology and those apps—they're—they're they're widely available now, and so some people think they can just use their phone for advice and and pretty much get it for free. And, and you can certainly do that. But who's who's giving you that that advice? Who's programming those robots? And the answer is you don't know. You have no way of knowing, and they're—they're they're not going to really tell you that. So I, I'll give you a story here. I met with a guy this spring. He's a single guy in his early 60s, just retired. He's got a lot of money, and he's got an adult special needs child. So we met a couple of times, and, and at the end of the day, he told me he just can't bring himself to pay our fee. He, he said his goal is to keep expenses down on this part of his life, so he's going to try to do it on his own. So he's, he, I mean, he's, I'm sure he's done it by now. He's opened an online account, and he's going to do his own investing, but that, that's all he's going to do. He's not going to do anything else, and so in my opinion, he's this this is not going to end well for him or his special needs child whenever he passes away. But price is his only concern, and he, no doubt he's going to save some money. So it, it's crazy that that's the only consideration for some people. So here I'll kind of end this with an analogy here, Ben. Um, let's and I think we may have talked about this maybe a couple of shows ago. Let's suppose you are in the market for a car. You call the dealership and you tell them you want a car and and uh, and you don't know how much they charge. Well, they're probably going to say something like, excuse me. And then you say, yeah, I want to buy a car. How much do you charge? Well, they can't give you an answer because they got a lot of different cars. There, there's cars and trucks and SUVs, a lot of different bells and whistles and, and features. Every one of those cars that they sell do the main thing that is a, that a, a vehicle is supposed to do, which is to get you from point A to point B. But they're not the same. Right. Uh, you, I mean, you might want a Kia or you might want a Mercedes. They both get you from here to there, but but they're not the same. And so, when somebody comes to my office and the first thing they ask me is, "What's your fee?" or "How much do you charge?" It's clear to me that that they've just gone online and found a site that tells them that price is the the number one thing that they should consider when hiring an advisor. And and we don't compete in that arena because that's not the market that we serve. We serve folks that want more than just account management. And most of our clients, they really do want to address all of the areas of retirement. And they just don't want to worry about things anymore. And so I always say, if you think paying for advice is expensive, wait till you see how expensive bad advice or no advice is. That gets pricey. Right. Yeah, there's some things that it's okay to save a little money on. But again, this is one of those areas where it's going to impact your entire life. So it's worth uh, it's worth getting the value. But spending what you need to in order to get that. So Leah, again, it's uh these are questions that, you know, hopefully you thought about, but many people just kind of overlook or just don't really have on the radar till maybe it's a little bit too late or till they're right up on them. So hopefully this gives you some things to think about. If you want to sit down and talk with Lee or anyone on the team there at JL Perkins Wealth Management, you can do so by going to talkwithjlp.com. Again, talkwithjlp.com or over the phone, 478-254-3550. All right, Lee, we'll get out of here on that note. As always, great catching up with you, and thanks for your time today. All right, good talking to you, Ben. Hey there, Lee Perkins here. If you're like a lot of folks, you've been listening to this podcast for a long time now. But I've got an important question for you. 
Have you implemented any of the ideas that we've discussed on the show? If you haven't, what are you waiting on? You know you're not getting any younger. So here's my challenge. Don't just consume the content. Our number one goal for this podcast is to help you close the gap between what you know and what you implement. So if you're ready to implement, take that first step today and visit www.talkwithjlp.com and schedule a 15-minute phone call with one of our advisors and we'll help you close the gap between what you know and what you implement so you can enjoy the next phase of your life. Now is your time. Don't procrastinate any longer. Investment advisory services are offered by J.L. Perkins Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor and insurance agency. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.